Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. again it has been a long time since i've recorded with you same same it's you know like this cycle summer summer is still summering y'all like i don't know what <laughs> really what's happening is summer is turning into fall and we're falling into more work is what's really happening we've gone from being busy with summer activities to just being busy with like work literally work right and we're really? Work in life. And it's just, it's not letting it. Right. Work in life. And things are. I do see, I do see my November looking light. And I'm working overtime to keep it that way. I would love to have four weeks in Pittsburgh doing very little. I just Mm -hmm. need four weeks of just not ripping and racing and running Mm. we'll see if i can achieve that but that's i know that's right i want to say that but then i'm like dang i can't make any promises yeah because you (laughs) one positive thing about not having any friends in your town is that you know what i mean like what can i do what what right right There's only mm-hmm. so much I can do. And the, it's really going to be people trying to get me to leave my town. That's when I get, it gets risky for me when I have to leave the town. But <laughs> if I can stay here in my town, I'll be okay. A-okay. Right. Yeah, it's really, it's really doing a lot right now. Mm. And you know, uh, Mercury's back on Mercury's bullshit and mercury just wants to like take every jab at me i mean things that could go wrong they went wrong and i'm just sitting here like you know life is life but i've had a a stint of shit with my car first my tire um like the tire it didn't go flat, but something happened, I guess. Like, they, they claim, like, I might have uh, parked too close to the curb, which caused it to, like, split a little bit. It wasn't, like, split to the point where I wasn't able to drive around. But <clears throat> since my family was coming, I wanted to make sure my tires were in fucking order when we take this trip to Palm Springs and stuff. So I right. ended up, you know, just saying fuck it and changing the tire and you know, just kind of learning as I go with how costly this shit really fucking is. Like, now, why let me is ask tire? you. Let me ask you. Did you go to the dealership for the tire, or did you keep your ass in the in the hood with the homeboys? So actually, I called the dealership, and I was gonna go there, but what ended up happening is I went somewhere close to my job, and um. 
I ended up paying exactly what I would have paid at the dealership. The only thing, only difference is I guess I like paid for time because I probably would have been at the dealership waiting for someone to help me for a minute. But really oh, that yeah, was the only difference. Time. Yeah. So that part, that shit sucked. And then like while we were driving, you know, once you like add your tire, these new cars like say, oh, um, you know, something's up with your tire because it's just, you got to reset it or whatever. So that was the first thing that happened. The second issue this bitch who happens to be fucking Asian, like, right. sideswipe me on the highway. Legit, like, literally, I'm driving Saturday night. She's in a Benz. She's switching from the left lane to the lane, you know, next to the, like, on the right. And she doesn't see me. Like, she switched too early. So she basically, like, literally, she literally swiped the front of my fucking car. And then I like honk or whatever. So she pulls over, comes out the fucking car. And she's like, I'm like looking at her. Cause first I'm like, okay, this is my first collision on the highway. Like what happens now? Because one, right. I'm not responsible, but I'm not trying to, I'm also not trying to get up out the car yelling at this stranger who I don't know. Cause they could also be on some shit thinking that it was me when it really they wasn't. They could shoot you. Or right. they could so, shoot you. Like road rage be real. Yeah, so I, like, got out the car. She came out. She was like, hey, do you want to just, like, take a picture of each other's, um, you know, insurance and stuff, license and, like, exchange info? I was like, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. And that was really it. But I'm so fucking pissed because it's, like, a, you know, little dent and not a dent that could be pulled out by one of those pulleys. So I have to get, um, you know, my shit serviced. But I'll probably put it in later this week. So I, when I leave town, by the time I get back, it'll be ready. But that shit blew me as well. So I'm like, okay. Nah, that shit is really, really pissed, like really annoying. But the best part about it is that they have insurance and you have insurance and you know that it's going to be rectified at no expense to you other than the inconvenience of having to do it. I'm, I just, I'm just curious because it is my first claim. I'm wondering like, Will this impact my my insurance rate for the next time? Even though I'm at I'm not at fault. Like I'm not really sure about that because honestly, I when you mentioned your tire was the issue with your tire, I can I know tires well because that has been my issue. Like I always like run up on curbs or like somehow I'm like bust literally busting tires, and um. I have also had some insurance like where somebody hit me and I have had my insurance payment amount fluctuate throughout the years. And I can't really pinpoint if it's due to own bullshit or negligence or if it has if it has to do with like that was the rate I had. And then it's getting lower as I go on without having any incidents. So I think like one of the two things like. But I think that if it's not your fault, it shouldn't impact your just like any incident at all, regardless of if it's at the fault of you or someone else is going to Mm -hmm. have some impact on how much you're paying. But I, you do go with, I'm with Geico. If you do go, however many years with no incident, they will drop that shit because my shit is probably now the lowest it's ever been. And that's what my grandfather tried to say, you know, maybe because it's my first time, I'm not at fault. Like, it's possible that they could be lenient. 
but yeah the good See, thing I would is think it would actually be the opposite because right, yeah because i don't have much of yeah. drivers and all that i don't have much shit. i don't have a rec a record yet so well you know it. if anything it's not going to be a huge impact it's going to be yeah yeah you know okay. but um the good so. thing is the damages isn't like you know nasty it's really a simple someone just needs to take that shit off and pop it out and do what needs yeah. to be done but um yeah like one per- and apparently honda's having a shortage with pieces right now too so i, think I got every- a quote from geico oh, you know well. what my sister has a honda because i was gonna say i think it's everyone who's having issues but then i remembered no my sister has a honda specifically and there's something yeah. That's delayed on her car. Yeah, there apparently issue. there's like a logistics issue on the back end. Like they just don't know how to handle this shortage. So I was happy when the first quote I got, it was from this uh these like this auto shop that I've actually went to before. And they were like, um, you know, we could just pop this out. Whereas Geico's insurance, like Geico's repair people said that they were gonna take it all off. I'm like, oh, but the other voice said that you don't have to. And they were like, you know what, maybe we'll do that because it is a shortage. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, don't buy pieces if you don't have to, because that shit is unnecessary. Yeah, but yeah. Girl. Well, so I'll just quickly just... tell you about my, my, oh, what were you about to say? Yeah, so aside from that, and then my fucking laptop charger, you know, communication. My so laptop the laptop charger, charger when you said the laptop charger died, do you mean like the laptop charger is not working? Yeah, it's not working. It's like um, frazzled at the piece. Oh, it, you know, oh, it just got okay. progressively it's worse. On its yeah. last leg, and you just chose it's been, not to you do know, anything about it. Don't, don't. Knowing that you're a student, knowing that say you. Say it like that. Uh-huh. We you know, got to win this one on day, Because at a say, certain point, accountability needs to be had. <laughs> okay 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 but it was a reason why I didn't do it because I hit up Zamo and was like are you near an Apple store because I was really just gonna sell her the cash for it and lo and behold because Zamo has it all she was like I have chargers Fucking- what, I have <laughs> I have chargers. What size do you need? And I was Who just said? like, you know, honestly, my man, because period, <laughs> mine too. Fuck that. Like, Damn, Damo, I have to I have to say, like, my Mercury retrograde has kind of been like off to not a, a hectic start. I'm scared to even say that aloud. I'm knocking on wood so hard. You better <laughs> really feel like certain things have been working out in my favor. Favor, like prime example. I was supposed to go from Kansas City this this Friday to Mobile, Alabama on Saturday, and I was not into it. Like, I'm fucking exhausted. I've been working nonstop, you know, and I'm putting in full days. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a very much a five-hour-a-day working type of gal. Like, that's really down. I need my leisure time. I need my rest. Mm-hmm. I've been putting in, you know, 15 20 hour days like on work you know what i mean it's just like yeah 
my body is awesome. This is really the life of a this is this is director shit, you know? It's just it's too much. <laughs> and you know that's that's actually it's actually interesting to hear because you would think that the director typically has like a lighter load because they're too busy delegating and doing other things, but no, the directors they be out here. See, this is when the nonprofit piece comes into play because we're a small staff, you know what I mean? Right. So they want to give me more money because they want to work me harder. And that, not, you know, I'm getting my staff together. I'm building out my team. They've given me a little money to hire a couple folks. So I'm working on doing that. But in the meantime, I'm having to hold it down on my own. And bitch, uh, your girl is tired. So when right. it presented with the, you know, the task of going to, um, Mobile, Alabama for something totally not work-related. I accepted because I felt like it was important for me to be there, but it was a reluctant acceptance because I'm I'm just literally, it's the worst time for me to be taking a trip like that. So the night before, right? Okay. So I fly in from Missouri. I had a layover. I had a hair appointment that I rushed to get to because the airport is like an hour away from where my hair appointment was. So I'm like literally an hour late to my appointment because I drove myself to the airport. So that was just a whole like jumble fuck of whatever. And then I finally get there, get my hair done. I'm on the phone with the woman from the Mobile Alabama stuff. And she's like, yeah, the plans have changed. But like, I still want you to come. We're still going to pick you up from the airport, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all good. Event starts at 11 and you land at 9.30. So it's going to be tight, but we're going to make it work. That type. But that was the energy. Later that night, I'm supposed to be going to sleep because I have a 6 a.m. flight. Later that night, she calls me back and she's like, hi, yeah, so plans change again. The event actually starts at 10 instead of 11 and you're an hour away. The airport's an hour away from where the event is. So we're going to have you rent a car and drive yourself from the airport to the destination. Miss the first part of the event, but catch the second part of the event. I said, you know what? No, I cannot. No, I will not be doing that. I will literally not be doing that. Like, are you fucking nuts? You want me to, you know, the crazy week I've had, you know, that I just literally got off a plane and barely sleeping to get back onto another plane. And now you want me to drive an hour so I can fall asleep on the road and kill myself? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I will literally catch y'all next time be blessed and that's exactly what happened she said you know what you're right that was a lot we were asking a lot and we will still reimburse you for the flight what did i do call delta wait on hold for 12 hours and get my credit and get my reimbursement and thank you and good night right but it's not like it's just it's just too much you're asking literally too much of me and there's just no way that- yeah, an hour drive. That's a little crazy. I mean, I understand if you were staying a bit longer, but it wasn't really a long stay. It was just Only quick- for me to literally leave the next morning at 6 a.m. So I would have been there for a total of, you know, 10, 12 hours just to go back and drive back an hour to catch a 6 a.m. flight. Like that was, it just wasn't worth it. It was absolutely not worth it. And right. I was glad that I advocated for myself and it worked out in my advantage. So that's my Mercury retrograde so far. Like 
Other than that, I mean, work has just been fucking hell. But I mean, I feel like I can't even blame Mercury on that because it was already hell before the right. it started. So, you know. Yes, it's been it's been a doozy, but God bless us, everyone. <laughs> um, I did have a quick um icebreaker, even though at this point the ice is broken. The child. ice is broken, it's melted. Yeah. It's shattered. <laughs> <We're swimming. laughs> okay, which is more important, having a great car or a great house? Why? A great house, of course, because I mean, like the elders say, because <laughs> this is where I got that shit from. The house appreciates, the car <laughs> depreciates. Mm. So there, that standpoint. Is absolutely you're right house is has way more value than a fucking car mm-hmm. um yeah. i'm trying to make a case for a car i agree that it would be a house too but i'm trying to make a case for a car like maybe if i have a business that kind of hinges on the car i have maybe i would prioritize that over my house a little bit mm. you know like if i'm a real estate agent like evidently the car is actually like a part of it you know like because you're all pulling up to your clients Mm-hmm. Or driving your clients. So I know like real estate agents like to have nice cars. Right. That, it makes me think like what what are the roles that like careers of people that, you know, might think they need a nice car. And also, I guess we could also frame it in saying that it didn't say anything about a luxury car. So like maybe mm. maybe your car is it's just sad when I hear a nice car. What do you say? I say it's just crazy that when I hear nice, I think luxury. Luxury. Right. Yeah, I know. That's that's a you mm-hmm. know capitalism machine. That's not our fault. Right. Them damn satanic outside forces. <laughs> it's above me. <laughs> Period. Um, yeah, so that definitely I would say the great house is more important to me, but I think a great car does have a case. Career, Mm -hmm. if you have a great, you know, fucking 12 passenger van and you drive a dollar van every day, Mm -hmm. you're making all profit. profit Right. Are you trying to, what was I going to say? It was about the, yeah, with the great car. I'm still equating that to luxury, luxury cars. So with that, are you leasing or owning as an adult? Car? The luxury cars, yeah. See, it doesn't specify. It says... No, I'm asking you, like, personally, oh. like, what would oh. you do? Like, are you going to lease or own a luxury car? Do you feel like you need to own, you know, like, one? I feel like I would need to own, you know, maybe, like, one or two, but the... Or something like that, like for the family, one or two. I just can't wrap my head around. I can't wrap my head around the infinite car note, which is what a lease basically is. If you continue, yeah. Um, because I don't have the budget for a car note in my existing financial situation, so I can't really fathom like also having to pay an additional what three hundred dollars a month or four, but you know, depending on how much, six hundred dollars a month for a car and the insurance mm-hmm. 
not. Absolutely yeah, not. It's definitely about seven hundred. I say it all the time. My car is paid off, and I will be riding on her until I will physically have to pry me from the grips of the steering wheel. Is when I'll leave the car. Like, <laughs> literally, I don't have to pay for it. Not pry. <laughs> the force i can't <laughs> i can't do it i can't do it so yeah i um would prefer to own because maybe i'm in a situation where i can pay it off quickly you know what i mean i can make a make several payments and get her get her done you know right. it's the ideal thing for me but of lease i just mm, i could maybe see myself doing a, a lease for a year just to like Maybe I want to decide what kind of car I have. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like hop into something fun while I like pick a car to actually buy. Right. But my, my, my lease is for all of eternity. She loves it. But she's like, it's so like easy for me because, you know, I don't really care. Like my budget is fixed and this is just a part of it. So it's like, I literally don't care about <laughs> mm-hmm. right whether I have to pay that because it's I, I know I'm going to be able to pay it I don't know yeah. about just having an infinite payment though I don't like I it. think that um Josh was saying it was definitely an adjustment for her because with her car and she recently got a new one she was just saying how like it's in it like she it's just an adjustment because she hasn't paid a note so long that mm-hmm. and now it's like whoa you know the amount is double what she would have paid back in the day so it's just like a lot to really That's choose what i'm not trying to do i'm not right. trying to please white people because oh, it ain't no black car dealers right. dealerships are not owned by black men like let's let's talk about that let's talk about how the car industry is white dominated it is Anyway, they got the black folks working for them though. In the factories, right? Because I know my um my grandma on my mom's side, she had a factory job back in the day, and like all the people in her, all the niggas in her town had a factory job, and it was like a good stable job, and like everybody worked there. Right. It was like a really, it was like a a cush job to have working in the factories, literally putting Chryslers together. So is it on on that note, on the note of black people putting Chrysler's together, are you ready to get into Star Talk? I am. It's Libra season. It feels crazy because I think, you know, we had one episode about the Virgos. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that we really did our due diligence of praising the Virgo enough this year. So I think that that only means that, unfortunately, we're going to have to slack on the Aquarius just to compensate just to make sure we remain balanced you know you're sick but (laughs) (laughs) pardon me if your uh, season fell in a time where it was just turbulent and crazy very oh my god we still have we have vlogs to release we have an episode to drop like it's literally turbulent y'all still go get these vlogs and episodes and everything um there's no way you're not getting all of it (laughs) yeah for sure i want to come out 
Right. But um, yeah, for the Libras, you won't see me for a bit because I have to look at my phone for this. But yeah, so for the Libras, we are going to cover rising signs today. And so that means sure people you... who have a Libra rising. Exactly. That's literally Libra not rising. me. <laughs> Ditto, kid. Not me at all. But like, according to an unnamed source, the Libra rising come across as nice, pleasant, and fair. But if you take a close look at their lives, these people may have had a few problems in their relationships. And um, some of them might have had a string of relationships. For what reason, we don't really know, but you know, like just kind of like the, the volume, you know, like the amount of people that they're seeing could be, you know, could be a lot at the same time. And also just kind of like, um, some at the same time and others just like, you know, what do you call that? Uh, serial, like a serial date or a serial monogamous or a serial relationship type person always looking to be with someone or have someone not too far away. Is that what like codependent? Is that like codependent? Yeah, yeah, that would be the psychological term. But these natives attract others to them effortlessly, which can also explain why they're always in some shit. Um, maybe they might not want to be, but it's like as soon as one is done, here goes another. But I guess really that's up to the person to just be like, you know what? I sense a pattern. Let me stop. It says right here, besides, they simply don't know what to do with themselves without a significant other. Mm. Right. So... Libra rising, <laughs> it's not. The rising generally appears to be smoothing everything over. Like they love to, you know, schmooze with their charming smiles and all the swag and things like that. Just very easygoing and fun to hang around with. So those are other qualities that you might see in a Libra rising. Also sounds familiar for Libras in general. The last piece was, as far as what Libras are attracted to, they're into active partners that are, you know, competent, really are doing something with their, with their lives. And, you know, their relationships are often characterized by, like, arguing or competitiveness until they learn to, like, let their guard down and just be sweet every once in a while which I can totally see not from a Libra rising standpoint but from a Libra I know cough cough Africa because I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what she be doing in her romantic relationships but the bickering part is funny because I feel like she loves to just like you know play around until you catch her on a note, like a serious note. Like she could also buckle down and be serious. She too, is so. the definition of all jokes all the time. I mm-hmm. couldn't imagine being in a relationship with her because I would be, I would be furious. Like I would be <laughs> so irritated by the fact that like every single thing is a joke. Even when you like are thinking in your head like, oh, they're about to say something really serious. It's not, it's never that. It's right. 
If I had to think of signs that play all day, it's definitely the Libra and it's the Sagittarius because Danny is another one who you just, she's going to find some way somehow to like tie a joke in there. Even more than that with the Sagittarius, do you find that there's sometimes like that type of person that's like, yeah, 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 I'm trying to do that. And then like no follow through. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Sagittarius is good for that. <laughs> like That's really serious. gassing you up in the moment and then just being like, oh, I mean, you know, like. They're so, it's so hard to get through to them or get you a Sagittarius. But once you get out with them, again, they be so fun to be around, you know? It's just like, yeah. you just got to get get them out, though. I think that that's also with the Libras too. Like, I feel like there's some similarities here that I never really paid attention to. Yeah, agree. When it comes to the Libra and Sag, but yeah. You know, that was a little brief, something, something, a little taste. <laughs> well, shout out to y'all. Happy birthday. Of course, you know, already know, I have to shout out my Libra best friend, Carmen. <laughs> Happy birthday, young rich nigga. Happy birthday. Is she 30? She turns 30 on the 29th, so (laughs) she's turning 30. (laughs) Uh, Now that's all we got for you for Libra season, and make sure you hold on to it tight. (laughs) Because you might not hear from us again this month. (laughs) hold on hold on to it (laughs) hold on Libra rising we did it for you baby um yeah so now it's time for nosy new foods quickly I just want to shout out my godfather at the Tony Awards (laughs) wow Kenny Leon Mm-hmm. What a real N-I-G-G-A. I will not say the N word <laughs> because this is a very professional <laughs> achievement. But my godfather, director extraordinaire, got a Tony last night for best revival of a play on Broadway. And it was really awesome. Like, I feel like he got the best, like, the biggest reception of all the recipients at the Tonys, like people literally stood up and clapped for him for so long compared to like all the other people. And I was just like, oh my God, like you're really this shit. It's like moments like that when like people who you've known since childhood become not normal. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, wait a second. People actually, okay, you are, you have been going to work every day, like my entire important thing. So I was just so happy and proud. And also another family friend, Amber Mon, received a Tony, um, a special award for her activism with um, Blacks on Broadway and just making the, a space for them because so many talented shows, I mean, so many talented actors are Black and they're killing these Broadway shows that are bringing so much revenue to Mm-hmm. New York City and it's on their back so uh, we definitely need to be getting our props for that hours right do it yeah so do she it. started a initiative for that and they had to recognize it because I wish she would come out year after 
last year we had and not shout out the niggas, period. Um, so yeah, yay for those people and all the uh, recipients at the Tonys. If y'all don't know what Tonys are, that is the Academy Awards for theater. Okay. Real chops. Okay. All right. R. Kelly got um convicted today. Excuse me? R. Kelly is guilty on all nine counts of sexual sex trafficking and racketeering and some shit. And he's going to be sentenced in May. But it's looking like life. Oh. (laughs) My goodness. You hadn't heard this yet today, obviously. No, I haven't. Yeah, so... But I'm just thinking, like, you know, here, like, he really he really thought that he was going to get the same chance that Bill got. <clears throat> Bill Cosby. Yeah. yeah. That's what I actually tweeted earlier. I was like, I think the thing that's really eating him up more than anything is that so many others got away with it. And he... You know, he will not. He will never. (laughs) They will make an example out of you, nigga. Because if you were never a nigga before, you're certainly a nigga now. (laughs) That you're a fucking But I really, but I really need them to also do the work and stop playing and get into the this human trafficking scandal. Like I really believe that there's some shit behind that as well. And I'm just like whatever happened to the g lane thing like remember how they were like there was stuff about g lane and like how i think i'm saying her name right gis lane g lane but oh, Ghislaine um, maxwell yeah they found information about you know how she might have been involved and then we kind of never heard anything no again. i think they're just waiting on court i think that they're that nothing is happening right so now. the date is so far out yeah that happens though i mean look at r kelly r kelly's been in jail for a few years now and he just had trial so has it really been a fucking few years yeah it has that's crazy right it was pre-pandemic because remember he was trying to get out during the pandemic because he was saying that it wasn't safe and this and that and they were like nigga enough you're not getting out yeah oh my gosh time is just time is not waiting it's not it's literally not and he's like his lawyer came out and said that he's going to try to appeal it of course and he just feels like the evidence just shows his innocence and shows that people are trying to manipulate him blah 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 Honestly, they need to put they they need to put him under the jail um i know with many other it's niggas only, as well, it's but only him, been 25 like, i'm sure if he came out if he came out again, with these survivors and stuff like that, like, they, um, sometimes they go back, like, and I feel like he's the type of nigga that wouldn't be like, my life has changed, and I'm, like, not even looking that way anymore. He looks like the type to get out. Go back to that same bullshit. Start it back up again. Yeah. 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 Someone on Twitter was like, is the remix to Conviction? <laughs> no. It was the judge's decision. 
<laughs> oh shit! Right, right. Bounce, 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 bounce. So, bounce. what I was just like going to briefly say is that R. Kelly's songs. If we remix R. Kelly's songs to be about him like suffering in prison, I'll play that shit for sure. I would play that, but I'm I just dead. can't listen to his like original. His old shit no more. <laughs> right. It's over. Yeah. I was going to say briefly, like in class last semester, we learned or not learned. We were we had a discussion about where we would stand or what our place is if we were to come across a client who is, uh, you know, rapist or a pedophile or something like that. Like basically the professor was, you know, saying, like, I totally understand, you know, your feelings and you are more than free to refer them to to someone who is able to handle it however you know coming from someone who might be willing to accept a client like that and work with them she was like oh I encourage you to kind of look at their background and look at the type of environment and life that they grew up in you know because most times like people like him and I'm definitely not capable for him at all but I'm just saying like it's interesting like the whole that whole trauma behind it but like most people yeah like because that. as a they therapist from, as a therapist you literally cannot call the police right you can't say anything. okay no you can call the police when they're in jeff like you're da- endangering someone when it's like something that's against the law and you should not be doing it we are all mandates of the state we have to like we have to say something so if they're actively raping a minor you can yeah absolutely yeah you're going down (laughs) like that's happening (laughs) but um you know just kind of like just saying like you know they could have been raped during their childhood or they might have been you know something happened to them that caused them to like feel like something like this is okay well that's what they said about r kelly they said r kelly was raped as a child and that's like what happened. Like yeah, the, all the all the siblings were raped, but like he was definitely raped. Like stuff like that happened to him as a child. And you know, I did I did feel for him. You know, I I, I feel like it's tough because trauma, like trauma, is so powerful, and it really just shapes who you who you become as a person. And so I I totally understand trauma, but what I don't understand more than that is just the awareness uh, and manipulation of other adults around you in order to like fulfill your like traumatic fantasies or whatever. Like, I think that that is the part that gets me fucked up and the part that has me saying, no, this is, this is right. When it becomes, when it becomes a malicious, it becomes a malicious thing. You're having other people do your bidding to keep your shit all like concealed and stuff like that. Like at that point, you're really like going above and beyond and you know it's wrong. You have you have the awareness to know that what you're doing is fucked up, it's horrible, and you're still doing it anyway. And that's where I say right. I can't I can't hold the trauma piece no more. I can feel it's can- a lot to take on. Carry happened, but Right. Carrie and I had the conversation and it was, you know, not a funny conversation, but what was funny to me was, you know, she brought it up and was like, what will you do? 
huh? Like, what will you do if you like have someone who's like, you know, it really meant a lot to her to know, like, are you going to take them? Like, will you see them? Will you treat them? It's really something to think about. Like, basically, like, bitch, don't do it is really what. Oh, do you think that's what she? See, I wouldn't even say like, don't do it because. Can, I do think it would be, it would come down to the scenario, right? Like, if literally R. Kelly started coming to you for treatment, I don't know. But, like, if just a regular person, the, <laughs> I don't know. If a regular person just came to you and was like, oh, my gosh, one time I raped this girl and, like, I'm just so filled with regret and, like, I'm trying to work through it, I would be like, okay, like, maybe, like, get the backstory. See what's going on. I don't know if I'll be able to handle like I'm I can't I haven't even thought about it from that you know though that lens yet really and I don't know if I'd I, don't I think really don't know if I would be able what to. your opinion would be because yeah um, and I don't know honestly I really don't know if I'd be able to handle the the infant like infant adult like that would really be like something not to you know discriminate on age or anything but like I'm yeah, you know, it's just and you hear about fucked up shit like that happening all the time. And I have yeah. that those people are in therapy sometimes. Like, I mean, you see you saw that shit. Um, what was it called? Um, in plain sight on Netflix, the shit where he was like grooming the neighbor's daughter. He was in therapy. He was like, it was already understood that he had a sexual addiction problem or whatever or issue with like pedophilia. And like, he literally used that then as a tool to like manipulate them. Girl, it's way too much. It's mm-hmm. it's really deep. It's really overwhelming. Deep. And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's but crazy. yeah, so R. Kelly, hopefully he'll be under the jail locked away and you know maybe he'll get some therapy while he's in there and work through some of that childhood trauma that he let yeah turn into because they do have counselors uh, in jail so yeah and he in prison knowing that he did the work but he has to die behind bars period um that's just mm. um kelly price Oh, you know what? You should have never called me a fat ass Kelly Price. I always, every time I hear Kelly Price's name, I think about that shit from Catfish. You should have never called me a fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> Is she okay? So I don't know. We have questions. So as you know, Kelly Price, her family said that she was missing after she left the hospital, um, recovering from a bout with the COVID. Okay. And she had COVID. It was really bad. It was touch and go. She got she got discharged somehow from the hospital, I guess, because she was fine to go. And then her family didn't hear from her for like an extended period of time. They tried to reach out. They weren't getting answers. They weren't getting answers from um, the fiance. And so oh you know, they had to put their paws on that police report, basically. So she was reported missing. Her attorney came out first and said, hey, you know, she's good. She's just recovering in private from COVID. The family was like, no, no, no. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not, I need to hear from her directly. I need her to say, you know, I'm good where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. 
I haven't seen the whole interview yet, but Kelly Price did appear, give an interview of source to the public. I'm hoping that she also talked to her siblings that were searching for her, but she definitely came out and gave a report. And in the in the report that she gave, when the interview she gave, the vibe seemed off. And right. I agree with describe what you were sensing from that interview clip that you saw. I, like I don't know it's hard to really pinpoint if she it was a mental thing that she was going through or if it was like you know just her like who do you work for I don't know like I just was really it definitely really felt a little between those two things it, felt it really felt a little way. mentally like yeah more mentally ill than anything yeah but then also could that just be drugs perhaps you know like, right like what else is going on in her life aside right. from catching covid right she it, it's looking it's mind. looking strange her hair wasn't fully you know her hair, her was hair was good, but okay, okay, she okay, wasn't okay. camera was ready to, for the interview i was willing to give her a little breathing room on the wig because she said she was still recovering from covid so, you know, maybe I'm not, just, I'm not, really- <laughs> I'm not as someone who, you know, you're known, you, you, you know, people know you. So and people really thought that you were missing and I'm sure she got like all the crazy messages and videos and comments on all that shit. Like Kelly, please just, we, oh, we hope you're okay. Like people were really going hard. So if that were me, I would want to come out and be like, guys, look, I'm fine. I'm good. I look like my normal self. Like everything is all good. My bad. I just been like on retreat, you know, COVID had me shook the fuck up, anything. But she came out looking mad disheveled and it was giving, you know, Whitney Houston circa whatever that year. I mean, not quite that extreme, but like on the way to that is what I very much like what is going on with you right now very much like on the defense and really coming out with a very wild story about dying i mean she could have died she could have flatlined during yeah because it happened but i've heard crazy things about COVID. i have but but that's not what we were looking at we were looking at your overall state like which was Mm -hmm. really out of place right out of sorts baby out of sorts so noticeably Kelly Price and we love you the math is not mathing but we love you Kelly and um damn what's a Kelly Price song I'm gonna go on Spotify and Apple Music and stream some of your music it was Valentine's Day (laughs) February the 14th I know Oh, yeah. My baby took me to... He proposed to me? Was that her? Yeah, he proposed to me. I don't know, but um, she was a friend of mine. That Uh one was her. Yeah. What was her most popular one that we all think? Like... Um, Let me look at Kelly Price. You should have told me I wasn't Selena. You should have told me I didn't call you. Oh, was it the was it the um? It was 
It's morning. Uh, as we lay here. And, and we, we slept, slept the, the night. night. Yes. Away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It happened. Happened. Now we can turn back the hands of time. Yo, Kelly. Kelly. Oh, yo, I'm going to stream this over you. Yo. <laughs> Come on, Kelly. Get it together, bro. Let's. Let's not go out bad. Like, right, right. We fuck around. with you. Stop playing. Right, right. Stop playing. Um, best of luck to you. Um, so we yeah, didn't just... really get to debrief about Donda and CBL. We didn't really oh, yeah, we did not have a chance to like talk about that. I honestly I'm gonna be real with y'all and I just can't even believe that I'm gonna say this out loud to anyone look at my little look at my braids bitch when I take them out of the bun I told her that I didn't want a whole bunch of hair back there so because I knew I was gonna keep it in the bun but it, okay, that's just, I mean, that's really looking, it's looking natural, you know? <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> She's looking like she has split it. <laughs> She's looking very frail and very weak. Absolutely. Nah, but so what were we just saying? Okay, yeah, Donda versus CBL, I'm gonna be real real with y'all. I never finished Donda. There, I said it. It's literally has I haven't either. My love for Kanye. Everyone knows Kanye is will probably never leave my top five ever in this life. I don't know that there's really anything he could do to get him out of my top five, but um I did not finish Donda. I just I just wasn't interested. I just really had no interest. Like I really jail. Guess who's going to jail tonight? That's my shit. I will yeah, yeah, throw that yeah. back and throw that back and throw that back again. Yeah. But the rest of them, even though I did like some of them, like I like Moon. I think that was the one with Young Thug. I like like I, there was a few of them that I liked for sure. I just don't have a desire to like run it back at all. Like not at all. Mm-hmm. But I love Kanye still. I will support him to the ends of this earth. Okay. I love you, Kanye. And you, my dog. I haven't finished it either. I haven't finished it. But the songs that I did listen to, I actually, you know, I like it. Like I could play it. You know, it's not really um That's how I feel too. It's like I could play I'm it. Like, like, why would I? And then there like, are some songs that I just don't yeah. like. That's the other thing. It's like the songs that I didn't like, I really did not like them. But the ones that I liked, I just liked them just so. I didn't, like, love them, you know? Right. But um, Drake. Yeah, Drake, obviously, Drake's album resonated more with me. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like Drake was Drake was going Drake. Like, he gave us what he... Drake was giving authentic Drake, okay? Yeah. He, has, he really yeah. doesn't stray from his lane. Which is why he's been able to remain. Um, yeah, it's safe. It's good, though. I mean, do you, would you want to hear something different from him? 
no, a new sound from Drake. That's not why we like you. Mm. Not like I feel like there are certain artists that we expect ex- some level of experimentation from, right? Like Rihanna, you know, she'll give us pop, she'll give us this, she'll give us blah blah blah, she'll mix it up. Beyonce, you know, Beyonce wants to give okay. us, she wants to give us ballads. Like we can expect certain things from artists, but with Drake. We expect Drake to Drake, and he even ha- he he has his own verb. Like literally, people g- be draking out here, and that's a thing. So I feel like it would be it would be not advantageous for him at this stage in his career to kind of like mix it up. And I'll use another example. I feel like Lil Wayne, like all throughout his career, was just authentic Lil Wayne. Like we knew exactly what we were gonna get. And then he's had like the past, you know, 10 years or whatever, where he was just like mixing it up and it just mm-hmm. wasn't fucking working out. And the, everyone was like, what's going on with Wayne? Like Wayne is, is, is Wayne okay? Like is Wayne dead? Da, 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 da. But in the past year or so, the old Wayne has come back and I'm just like, this is the get I've back. I've heard him pop up get in a couple of days, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like, you know, CBL is definitely familiar or something that I can certainly just play um, over again. Like, I don't mind that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely not like going to that album as much as I'm going to CBL. But if you ask Joss, Joss actually enjoys donda more than she likes um than she enjoys uh cbl she said that she feels like donda is yay is telling us a story mm. and she's like listening you know like story. she hears it yeah, yeah so she's like yeah is telling us a story and so like she likes that because she feels like he has something to say whereas drake is kind of you know very familiar is comfortable no problem with it, but she just likes the the content that he provided on his. Um, his I shit. think that that is a valuable perspective, and I think that at some point I probably will get into Donda, but I think mm-hmm. what I'm doing right now and where I'm going in my life right in this moment, I don't have time to get into the lyrical value i'm looking to vibe i'm looking to you know release through music i'm looking to not hear the story okay i'm just looking to vibe out and drake gave me the vibes i needed the vibes he provided the vibes mm-hmm. and and vibing with drake and different vibes too you know like all with drake but he still had the his features is what add variety to his work. Like the features are like, you know, African, he's got, you know, Masego and like all these different people, you know, with bits and pieces in his album that makes it like, wow, okay, like this song feels different from this one and all that. The um, Vibe Fountains with Tim's, that's my shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a bop. I like that one. Masha, it definitely gives me like, it gives me, you know, Miami at night vibes. 
a little bit that mm. one which one is that oh yeah is it it's the call me right yeah call me i can't you're all good i don't know the words but she's like yeah yeah exactly and i do i actually do like even though it's an ignorant this is an ignorant song but i do like the girls want girls where i'm from like i do like that song I like Night Talk, so I mean, you know. I do, I do too. Gang, that gang shit is all I know. I'm dead. Like, the way you just go into trance with that piece, like, you just gotta <laughs> literally be trying to rep my set so hard as if I even have a set. It's what crazy. Set? Right. What's that? Like, bit what? You went to a private school. Have a seat. Wow, are you gonna new new me? Don't do that. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. If anybody, if anybody crazy. out here, if anybody out here is on that nice talk, it's your girl over here from the BX. You know? Okay, like, well, just because you saw people getting <laughs> fucking beat up in the courtyard from your from the comfort of your own apartment where you were never even outside in the mess, that's fine. If right, you wanna right. if you wanna try to do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, full and good, full well and good. Your grandmother was not letting you outside at all. She really wasn't. Mm-hmm. I did not go on, y'all. <laughs> so sad. So that, sad. Though, like that being my thing about coming to visit you, and I'd be like, "Well, didn't you just like, I don't know, like hang out down here, like do any of this?" And you were like, "Honestly, no. Like I was inside. I wasn't. I was so outside." So apart from it all, like I had, I got pieces of it, but like not the pieces on the way in and the way out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's is that all I have for nosy news? That's really all I have. I don't really care for this other Oh, the white girl, the missing white girl who they found, and now they searching for her husband. That's been a, that's been the talk of the town. You, you know what I'm talking about? No. Her name is Gabby Petito, and she was like this YouTuber white girl who lived in a van, and she had this boyfriend, and they were out in the Midwest, like, living in their van and doing shit, and, like, she went missing, and then he popped up back at home without her, and so everybody was like, whoa, 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 what the fuck, Gabby's missing, like, why are you out here and she's not here, and then he, he ran off. So then they were like, oh, shit, something has happened to Gabby. Like, this is not good. Well, wow, they found her. So they just found her body in Wyoming. So now they're looking for him. They found her dead body? Yes, girl. She is dead. Oh, my God. She is D-E-D. And Wyoming. Oh, my goodness. And he's on the run. He was, they found his, he was last seen in Florida. So that means he left her body in Wyoming went to Florida to get this shit from his parents' house and now he's out in the wilderness somewhere. No one knows where he is at. That's wild. Girl. Wow. Well, so yeah, that's all I have. Um, Someone on the news, well, Joanne Reed on the news on MSNBC, she quoted uh, the late... (laughs) Gwen Eiffel when she said missing white woman syndrome wherein you know 
thousands upon thousands of black girls and women go missing like literally every day and no mm-hmm. one knows but like a blonde haired blue eyed small white bitch goes missing and it's like no guys seriously we have to find this girl alive like all right. our resources all of our time like first 48 you got first 48 this shit like literally going so hard and now they're about to go so hard to make their make sure that she gets justice and like literally thousands of black girls are missing right now yeah like literally right fucking now and no one even knows even black people don't know like literally no one knows This shit is crazy, honestly. Like they just when you think no, there's never a time when you think shit is like getting better because there's just always something like I know. We always have wow. an illusion that is like, oh, just when you thought something was getting better, but it's like, was anything actually ever getting better, or were we just distracted right. with some other shit that we weren't thinking about how fucked up it actually still is? Mm-hmm. Probably both of those things. Um, yeah, well, that's all I have for nosy news. So, gang, gang, nice talk. I'm Mr. Body Gotcha. I haven't learned all the words yet. That's fine. Well, I think that it's okay to skip two cents today, given the time. Because you're trying to wrap the fuck up. Um, yeah, well, we can definitely wrap it up. That's fine. I do have some other work to do. Y'all already know where to find us. At Sign Me Up Podcast on social media. Sign Me Up Podcast at gmail.com for email. You can find me at Sydney Poppins, too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. <laughs>